Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. Hey, Julie, I have some amazing news for you. You do. It Let's is hear Mar- it. It is March 31st. Yes. Yes. So we lived, all of us lived through, no, 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 don't yeah. stomp on my good news. <laughs> we're through first, we're through a quarter in a year. I know. And no pandemics. Yes. I didn't get a pandemic for my birthday again this year. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I know. And you know, I was thinking this morning, funny you mentioned that. Since we are actually at the end of first quarter, you, which is incredible, you just stepped over there punchline, Julie. You do that What's all that? the time. Sorry. She didn't get a pan- she didn't get a pandemic for her birthday because last year on her birthday on March twelfth was basically when the world was discovering we're in a pandemic. The official kickoff. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. it's quite a celebration. Exactly, I know. But I was thinking, it's does it seem like this year's going quickly? It does to me. Like, how are we at the end of first quarter already? Yeah, and, I, and then I does. thought, well, that's because 2020 took a decade to get through, you know. <laughs> so of course, without that, we're going to feel better. The year keeps giving and giving and oh, giving. Oh my goodness! Exactly. Well, it so, does. It does yeah. because here's the reason why: is because there is the Renaissance thing that's starting to build momentum, yeah. And people are feeling more excited, more happy. They're feeling more energetic. People are feeling more confident. There's all these overlapping emotions as a result of basically being told that you are in quarantine and the world is coming to an end, and people are now sort of in their own ways and differing levels of intensity celebrating life. And you can tell i mean uh, the gym is more full of course it's spring break but it, the gym here the fitness center is more full the kids camp is full there are people vacationing the hotel guests seem happy you know i think general enthusiasm is a great theme for even, this year. even outside of our little you know our pampered bubble. life the fact mm-hmm. is is that everywhere people are feeling like for that sure. there's a global renaissance there's no doubt in my mind mm-hmm. that we're basically going to be experiencing that's going to be unprecedented certainly for our combined over 100 years on this planet yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I thought I'd hit you with that. Nice. Yeah, that, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but the reality of it is, is that is the truth. And there is going yeah. to be a renaissance of, and it, it's not going to be predicated on uh, any one thing. For example, if the economy decides to take a sidestep, if there's just the other thing, there's going to be a renaissance no matter what, because people are so, uh, they're going to be so un- elated that the um, the pandemic is in the rear view. Yeah. There, there are so many, the only thing I can liken it to um because I'm trying, I feel it too personally, but where I really feel is I'm talking to people. I feel it talking to our neighbors, our friends, but I feel it when I'm talking to coaching clients. I feel it when I'm on other people's podcasts and things like that. Mm-hmm. The nature of the conversation isn't so transactional. The nature of the conversation is people thinking and looking at the horizon in their their own lives. And, and, they're, and just normal people who would normally be only thinking one or two steps ahead, when you're talking with them, people I've known forever – you know, Carl, for example, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Carl, for example, in Atlanta, this engineer type, he's worked at this com- French company called Orange Forever. Uh, you know, out of, you know, it's a, I don't even know what the hell they do. And anyway, long story mm-hmm. short, um, he is talking about what the adventures and, and whatnot he wants to do. And he's never someone that talks like sure. that. Well, and that's so, true. He's pretty stoic generally. Yeah. Well, you call it stoic. I'd call it something else. But, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, but. So but, you're saying if somebody, Carl's a longtime friend of ours, by yeah. the way. Matter of fact, Carl is. was yeah. our first listing. Yes, indeed. <laughs> our first listing ever, uh, by the way, on day one of being licensed. Yeah. Um, so, we, so we've known up. him forever. Yeah, yeah, we've known him forever. But yeah. the point being that I'm hoping everyone's starting to recognize within themselves and within all their friends and the family is there is a an absolute uh, 
fevered pitch of something that's happening that I've never exuberance for sure. Yeah, exuberance, but it's it's going to be it's going to manifest in so many different ways, and it's going to be fueled not again just by the economy. It's going to be fueled by technology. It's going to be fueled by just the the approach that people are going to take for life in life is going to it's going to change forever. And you can look at the negative side too. There will be people that will be emotionally scarred forever because of the pandemic. Sure. There'll be people that wear masks forever as a result of the pandemic. Just like there are people from the real estate crash back in 0708 that are still scarred today financially but mostly emotionally. And if you were to go back in past generations, you'd see it after September 11th. You'd see it the remnants of September 11th is all the enhanced security that we go through everywhere. Mm-hmm. Then you go back and you go back and you go back. But this pandemic thing this is this was a global phenomenon. You know, even September 11th, even the housing crash, those things have global effects, but not a global phenomenon like the pandemic. So what we're going to experience on the other side of this is like, you know, they're going to discover a whole new, you know, this sounds silly, but I've been mm-hmm. playing with Zoe, you know, but they're going to discover like a whole new spectrum of colors, right? I mean, red, orange, yeah. the, the rainbow of colors. I bet you as a result, I mean, that's what Zoe, Zoe was showing me sure. all the different colors. So that's on my mind. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Though? And actually they're, not to nerd out on you, but that is scientifically true that they have discovered a new shade of blue based on a certain mineral and i know this because the uh like the decorating companies or paint companies they always have like a color of the year for those of you who are questioning whether julie was an uber nerd (laughs) yeah well who knows this so yes new colors can actually be discovered yeah well so look we're talking about attitude approach and expectation and i think that you know it's funny i didn't know julie wanted to talk about this until about five minutes ago but it was kind of just reading those three words did put my mind in a, a you know, a fizzer, fizz, fizzle, fizzer, where it's going really fast. Fissure. I don't know. I don't know. Something. Something. But you were, you were, we were talking about, we just got back from the gym. Well, but specifically yeah. about the Renaissance. Yeah. So attitude, approach, and expectation oh, sure. ties in essentially with our yeah. Renaissance philosophy. And I hope you guys will at least, so, so what's your attitude, what's your approach, and what's your expectation about what your future is going to be like? And so if your future is, uh, is along the lines of what we're trying to you know, poorly express to you, maybe you too are starting to look at your horizon more than you ever have before. And looking at the horizon, that, that sort of mentality, it's very simple. Obviously, to be tactical and practical, you have to always be looking at the next step, step ahead of you. Keep yourself in your own, what, five-foot world, generally speaking. Be practical, tactical, um, and just, you know, that sort of lifestyle is necessary when you're selling real estate or doing anything that you're going to be successful at. It's always about the next step. That's really forever. It, that's, the, that's the rule that's relevant to everyone who's going to be successful at anything long-term is you just focus on the next step. That's, by the way, something Julie and I learned from listening to Navy SEAL books. But here's the thing. You have to also be thinking about what your horizon is going to be like. Otherwise, what your future is like 12 months, 24 months from now, it will be mostly defined by what somebody else wants for you. And that somebody else could be the government, that somebody else could be your community, that somebody else could be So if you really want something exceptional in your life, which you should, you're going to have so much positive momentum around you because I think, again, and I hopefully I'm not ahead of my skis in this expectation, but I think societally, globally, people are going to start wanting more with their lives because they were living in the, you know, the throes of this pandemic for almost two years. And unfortunately, in some states, you guys are still living in these lockdown things, which are just unbelievable. But yeah, so let's talk about attitude, approach, and expectation, Julie. Yes. And you really can apply these three thoughts to absolutely everything you're doing. So Let's start with attitude. What is the what does that even mean? It's how you feel about what you're doing. It's your manner, your disposition, feeling or position with regard to a person or a thing, a tendency or an orientation, especially in your mind. You have either a negative attitude, there are group attitudes, you have a positive attitude, but it's literally how you feel about what you're doing. What is your attitude about what you're doing? 
So there are two quotes that I pulled out for that. One is from Maya Angelou. She said, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. So for example, I don't particularly like some of the things we do in our workout. No. Well, I can't change that because if we fast forward to expectations, my expectation is to stay in shape. My attitude about what it takes to stay in shape sometimes needs some adjustment so that I'll actually do it. Well, using the you know the blunt force approach that you and I often use to basically making a point, right? Right. It's doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. I mean, sure. Maya Angelou said it just a hell of a lot nicer than we well, do. Well, but she's saying, you know, you're saying the doing of it. Yes, yeah. that's true. But it's how you feel about it that also makes a difference. So let me let me give you a real estate example, and that you can pull out so many different examples of this. So how you feel about what you're doing. When you meet with a client, a prospect, do you think that they sense how you feel about the situation? Of course they do. If you have any doubt, you know, study a tiny bit about like body language, if they're, you know, crossing their arms or they're sitting back in their chair or they're looking distracted. Let me comment on that, actually. Yeah. I listened to two books on that whole thing. And yeah. most, of the th- most of the ways that interpret the people have been told to read body language are 100% mm-hmm. incorrect. Really? That's yep. interesting. I, I just... I. Sorry, I didn't tell you that. Yeah, the one I just listened to was specifically you mentioned crossing of the arms mm-hmm. and a lot of the standoffish body language that we have been sure. taught amateurishly about. That's how you're reading people. Completely and totally wrong. Hmm. I'd be interested. And this to was this that. was from a guy that used to do, that was a taught FBI agents how to. Ah, yeah. interesting. So he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, that would that's something we should put on our uh, for our coaching clients the reading I, list. I'll write it down. Yes, but so but you here's the thing. I just want to make this really clear. And this is from uh, W. Clement Stone, right? Sales are contingent upon the attitude of the salesperson. Now, here's the ultimately where people will fall down when it comes to attitude is they're going to make themselves believe that they cannot be successful at something unless they feel in a certain state. And that is a huge mistake. In other words, the idea, this all falls into the same bucket of thinking you have to be passionate to be successful at something where that's absolutely not true. And the, the, this attitude section, Julie, the reason this one always makes me a little bit nervous is because I know there are people that were, you know, we had uh, 60,000 people mm-hmm. that downloaded sure. us on, uh, downloaded us, listen, downloaded this <laughs> podcast. That would have been painful. <laughs> wow. On, on March 30th, right? <laughs> yeah. And I don't want people listening to you and I speak right now and think that what we're saying is you cannot get, you cannot get into action unless you feel a certain yeah. way. Don't Be- use it as an excuse. Right. Because here's what matters. Julie and I never want to go to the gym ever, ever, ever. We just force ourselves to do it. We don't even want to do it while we're doing it. There's nice to run some friends and whatever. And Julie does this leg workout that I did with her this morning. And I swear to you, I'm never going to do it again. But guess what? <laughs> I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So my attitude is it's going to suck because it's going to suck, but I'm going to do reality. it anyway. Yeah. It's reality. So if I have to, if I'm only going to do said really terrible leg workout that Julie does every day, if I feel a certain way, then I promise you never. I'll never do it. That's the point that you guys have to be clear in your head. If you really want to get great at something, um, and there's lots of, look, you don't have to be a, look, when you see a famous athlete, when you see somebody that's doing uh, anything that's extraordinary with their life, you're seeing a micro slice of what uh, is the result of all of them, all their time doing what they didn't want to do and they didn't want to do it at the highest the level. accumulation effect. When, and there's yeah. great interviews with Michael Phelps and other people where they talk about how much time and exercise they had, you mm-hmm. know, Michael talked about going to the gym every morning at 4.30 a.m., hating every second of it, had to go into the cold water, hating every second of it, doing everything that his coach told him to do, hating every second of it, day in, day out, day in and day out, never really enjoying any of it, never doing it because he was passionate about it. He was passionate for the result. 
That's right. And you can be too. You don't have to be passionate about selling real estate or you don't even have to be passionate about running your business. Matter of fact, I'll go as far as to say is most of what you do in running a business is almost impossible to be passionate about because it's so boring. But boring is good when it comes to basically making a profit. You don't want high emotional states if your goal is to make a profit from your business. You want boring. Boring means things are working well. Boring means you have yep. a, a system and a process worked out right. Yeah. It is boring. So, well, moving- so your approach is what you do and how you do it. And to quote us, okay, uh, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at a high level. That's your approach. The approach part is at the high level. It's not just what you do, but it's how you're going about doing it. So let's break that down. Yeah. And that, let's use a practical real estate advice, sure. right? Mm-hmm. So the typical pattern that someone goes through and they're trying to learn how to proactively lead generate is they will, uh, first of all, they'll begrudgingly agree to do it. Then they'll sort of fake doing it. Then they'll show up to a coaching call after usually two or three coaching calls and said he made some contacts to which you then have to grind out of them what they're defining as a contact, which yeah. of course they know wasn't a real contact. They go this, usually this just back and forth that lasts maybe a month or two. And then they actually start doing it. And and so what happened was, is they, they're taking a long time to get ready to get started. Mm-hmm. A contact is a conversation with a decision-making adult about listing their home. And they knew that, but what they were doing is they were counting contacts. First of all, they would celebrate dials. Like, you know, they're dialing a phone. Yeah. Yay, let's celebrate that. And then they're, this is how, you know, most people think through things. And then they'll go to, well, I made, of all the, you know, 20 dials I made, I made two contacts. Well, did you talk with them about, uh, you know, essentially listing their home? Or is this an expired or FISBO? No, I was just calling my friends. Okay, that doesn't no. really count. And neither does voicemail, by the way. And neither does voicemail. So the point of it is, is that when you're going through this process, the I at the highest level is the thing that matters the most. So if you're making contacts, your contacts have to be the highest pot, the, the contacts that have the highest likelihood of yield yielding the, the result that you want, which is a listing. That's the how you do it part. That's the how you do it part. But then you have to use our conversation outlines, AKA scripts. But the last bit to Julie's point at the highest level, that is the point. The point is to set the appointment. The point is to pre-qualify. The point is you do not celebrate the process. Celebrating the process is for wimps. You celebrate the result. The result is taking the listing and then selling the house. Do not over-celebrate the process. Ooh, you did it. You showed up to the gym, Julie. Especially contacts. You opened the door to the gym. You actually looked at a weight and you walked back out. Victory. No, that is not a victory. The victory is actually pushing past all that getting ready to get started and getting on the phone, using a script, using a conversation outline, use, following it as we prescribe for all of you to use it, pre-qualifying, setting the appointment, then taking the listing. That's what you celebrate. If you celebrate the micro steps on the way there, you're never going to get past that. You do not celebrate Michael Phelps showing up to the gym. You do not felt celebrate jumping the pool. You celebrate the gold medal. That's right, which brings us to expectation. What are you actually planning as a result? The degree of probability that something will occur. And I I really think that should almost be the first thing because uh, you can see people's language, right? Like, so how many times do they say, well, I've got to get through my lead follow-up? Well, that kind of shows your expectation to just get through it. What if your expectation, when it shouldn't be called lead follow-up, it should be called appointment setting? That's right. Okay, so what if you said, I instead of I'm going to get through it, I'm going to pound it out, I'm going to leave some voicemail messages, maybe I'll text a few people. Instead, you said, I absolutely will set a minimum of one pre-qualified motivated appointment by the time I get to the end of the people I've got to call. There you go. So my That's the, your expectation. And the expectation that all of our, you know, high caliber uh, coaching clients set for themselves is they're going to set at least 
but minimum standard, one pre-qualified listing appointment per day. And then in the afternoon, they're going to go on one listing appointment a day, and they're going to take virtually every single one of them. That is the expectation that we have for every single one of you. And I do not care what the market is doing. I don't care if it's no. a seller's market. They're, all of you can do that. All of you can achieve that level of consistent results. And here's the fun question, a slight sidestep, mm -hmm. is what would you stop have to stop doing in order to have that level of uh, you know orderly discipline in your <laughs> lives right. and, and earn the right to essentially have predictable, duplicatable cash flow in your life? and making massive profit in your life. And you follow our prescription for success in real estate, guys. Well, you're going to be finding you're eliminating most, if not 99% of all the CRAP that everyone's telling you to do. Oh, you got to get in. You got to do a disciplined amount of media content and you have to do some the, the social networking. This is the other things. You have to do blah, blah, blah. No, you sit down, you do your work, you, you set one pre-qualified listing appointment, you get your uh, listings up to a specific number. A specific number will sell every single month. You'll have very consistent cash flow. I'm going to run this through you guys real quick, right? I know you're okay. So if you had five listings at all times in every single one of your markets, at least three of those would be in contract at all times. Your job then is to every single month replace those three listings. Or maybe it's called your real estate magic number. And I'll tell you how you can get the, uh, the plan to figure it out yourself in a second. If your magic number, let's say you're blessed with an, uh, an a sale price where you're making at least $15,000 a sale. And let's say in your life, you have to earn at least $15,000 a month to basically pay all your overhead and, and take care of your family, right? So let's just say those are your numbers. If you had three listings at all times and only one of those sold per month, you would be making $180,000 per year. And guess what you didn't have to do? Any social networking, any buying leads, any worrying about building a team, any worrying about building your brand, any worry about all that stuff. Building your brand and adding staff comes on the other, other end of learning how to be a consistent listing agent and learning how to basically cons uh, produce consistent profit. That's the order in which you should be doing things. We are always going to be focused on teaching you guys how to be proactive lead generators first. And then if you want to add in some passive marketing on the back end, then go right ahead and do it. But never, ever, ever stop being a proactive lead generator. That's the worst thing that you can do. You always have to keep yourself to the discipline. And it's okay if you always hate doing it. Just always do it. That's the key. Yeah. I mean, in all of our hundreds of thousands, probably millions of coaching calls, I, I can, I mean, I, I search to identify somebody who like loves doing it. I hated it. I didn't. I, of course. I love getting a listing. Absolutely. We loved uh, getting the listing. We loved getting it sold. We, I loved going you know, to the honestly, closing table. You know, honestly, for me, and you know this, I, yeah. I love setting the appointment and I love yeah. taking the listing. After that. I, I know. And surrounding that. And thinking. surrounding. But I I, after that, for me. But that's the, okay. That was the only part of the whole real estate deal I liked. I know. And I think that's what we missed the most, probably. Yeah. If you were to going interview out, us. But going on a listing appointment where you're competing with somebody, especially if they're, you know, an embedded in the community, right? They're oh, yeah. you know, real, well established. Awesome. And then winning that listing because you are competitive because your skill set was frosty. Skill. That is awesome. And yeah. we were doing that our first year in the business. That's right. And every year thereafter. Mm -hmm. And all these guys can do the same thing. Of course. They just have to take a disciplined approach. And you know what you didn't mention was buyers because guess what? When you're good at this, buyers will never be a problem for you. We talked yesterday about getting a buyer referral partner instead of thinking or partners. Or partners instead of thinking you're supposed to buy, you know, build a buyer agent team. So there's lots of ways. Everything comes after this, right? So when you generate, okay, when you generate, you don't have to tolerate the rest of the hassle factors, right? 
when you have that coming in all the time, you will have buyers. You will have to get a transaction coordinator. You will have to learn how to negotiate. Harris Rules, our book on Amazon, walks you guys through. It's on yeah. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's on all the other books. By the way, did I tell you how many books we've sold in the last five I read, months? I saw it. Isn't that yeah. awesome? All right, so the moral of the story, guys, is to get the book. It's going to walk you through the logical, modern way of building a successful, profitable real estate team and frankly, business. But the thing that Julie and I will never back off on is the whole point of being in business is to make a profit. And most of you guys don't realize the fanciful ideas that are being sold to you and even forced upon you are not designed to help you create an actual profit. That's the reason they never talk about it. Julie and I are the only people that are in our space, the overall coaching and training space, that lead with talking about profit. Profit, product, <laughs> your, what the hell am I trying to say? Your product, product is, is profit, profit. right? Yes, that's that's right. right. Don't forget that. Okay. By the way, real estate treasure map, um, eight, five, text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link and that link is going to allow you to download the Real Estate Treasure Map and Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. This is an iteration of the Think and Grow Rich uh, public domain book, but Julie went through and added a lot of real estate relevant content. Oh, speaking of which, Mrs. Harris. Yes. I'm calling you Mrs. Harris because I'm referring to you now as Mrs. Harris, the author. Oh, thank you. When is the uh, Daily I'm, Success Journal coming out? Should be. I'm supposed to have the final draft in my email today. Good. Then I'm going to order a sample just to see the quality of paper and covers and you yep. know whatever. And then definitely in the next 30 days. It's just a matter of us getting the engineering of it down. And no, we're not giving that away. No. Nope. That's going to be Don't for ask. sale on um, probably at least Amazon. We probably are going to self-publish that one. We have some publishers that want to publish it. We'll probably self-publish it. That way we can keep the price lower, <laughs> just for the record. Yep. When you have stay a, tuned. We'll when you have a publisher, right. Harris Rules, is uh, we're under contract with a publisher and they control the pricing. We don't. But in the meantime, if you guys want a copy of the Real Estate Treasure Map, remember, just text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. All right, Julie, what's up next? Yes. Okay, so homework. What are you guys supposed to do about this? Check your attitude about lead generation. How do you actually feel about that? Do you feel like it, you're just luck out every time it just comes to me? Do you feel like your attitude is, well, I'll just buy leads? What is your attitude about actually generating business every day? What is your approach to that too? What do you actually do about so it? So let me add something in here, Julie, yeah. in your notes. Is your attitude that leads are hard to find? Because if, mm. if your attitude is leads are hard to find, then you're going to be susceptible to all these lead selling, you know, I was about to say a bad word, but I won't, a-holes. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so if your attitude is leads are hard to find, then you're always going to be susceptible to wanting to buy leads because you haven't realized the simple fact is there's so many people selling you leads because leads are easy to generate. <laughs> That's the reason every Tom, Dick, and Harry is calling you and emailing you and saying and asking you, oh, are you taking any new buyers? Are you taking any new sellers? All these clever little ways they're trying to communicate with you because they're, they're Bob sitting in their basements basically turning out lead generation. Uh, and then selling the leads. Leads are not hard to find. Leads are everywhere. You are in the best business ever, podcast listeners. The, you, you are in a real estate business where every single soul on planet Earth needs what you have to sell. You are always going to be living in a home. You're going to be living in, you always need to lease or rent a home. You need a place to live. Unless, of course, you're homeless, which is unfortunate. But for the sake of what we're talking about, the bottom line is, is there are very few other things on planet Earth that every single person needs. So when you walk out your front door, when you turn on your computer and you're intermingling with other people, you are rubbing elbows virtually.
virtually or otherwise, with somebody that needs to do business with you, either now, soon, or sometime in the future. That should be your attitude. Yes. And by the way, right now when the market's hot like this, it's actually easier. I, I mean, we've had coaching clients that do their prospecting and, and basically it comes down to doing a net sheet for the seller. Yeah. And the seller's like, holy tamale, I had well, no idea. You had coaching clients who you've told to basically go and call their past clients because the past clients weren't aware that their homes have doubled in value, in Austin in particular, mm -hmm. and they then dish, did just that. Hello, Bob. This yeah. is Betty. I have a good news for you. And in case you care, your house is now worth, you know, million dollars and you paid half a million for it. Are you interested in selling? <laughs> and you know what's funny about There's that? an interesting easy <laughs> script. Yeah, duh, right? Okay, so what's funny about that is... Uh, a lot of those, we have more of this going on, and so we get more reports back, that some of those um, prospects are saying, you know, I was wondering why so many agents were door knocking me. I was wondering <laughs> why I was getting so many phone calls. So here's the thing. You all have a database. If you're not calling them with that story, with at least that proposal, by the way, guess what? Somebody else is going to. So do not so, think that leads are hard to find. Leads not. are everywhere. Leads are the most abundant That's thing right. ever. Leads are the easiest thing in the uh, in the world to generate. Furthermore, buying leads is really crazy because buyers are everywhere. Listing leads are e equally as free, equally easy to find. You just have to learn how to do it. And that's what we do in our coaching business. That's what we specialize in. We have got <laughs> the cure for what ails you if you've basically been spending too much time with buyers. That's it. So here's your homework. Three questions. Number one, because lead generation really covers everything. Mm -hmm. uh, number one, what are you doing and how are you doing it? Is it organized, scheduled, systematized, and well-executed? Number two, are you still guessing about lead generation, praying to the real estate gods? That's not a plan. Number three, what are you doing consistently versus sporadically? You've got to systematize this. And this is one of those things, Tim, that agents always feel like they're out of control all the time about everything. When you get good at this, you get back into control because you'll be working on that magic number of listings at all times, which is predictable and duplicatable. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Guys, listen, your homework, in addition to what Jules just said, is text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021-855-685-1045. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link to a whole bunch of books. The one I want you to download the, uh, immediately is Real Estate Treasure Map. Yes, this is for sale on Amazon. No, I do not want you to spend the 20 bucks to buy it. Just get the book for free from us now. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Anything else you'd like to say to these guys? Get to work. Take it seriously because the longer you screw around not doing this, not getting good at it, not being proactive, the more you're stretching out those checks that you're getting. And I just, I worry about the ones that get it, but aren't doing anything about and it. And forgive so me for this, action. forgive me for this overt, overt uh, obvious comment, guys. But if you do not have the momentum in your business right now that you need, what are you going to do? Buy more leads, work on your branding, make some TikTok videos, join our coaching program, become a premier coaching client. It's the obvious, easy next step for you. And you don't, you think this podcast gives you motivation? Wait till you are hearing from our coaches every single day. You get a daily semi-private coaching call when you join premier coaching. And if you use the, it, we have a, a payment option where it's basically $100 a month. So look into this urgently. Go to timandjulieharris.com, go to timandjulieharris.com and just check out the coaching program. And if you'd like to have more information, if you're not quite ready to sign up, that's okay. Sign up for a free coaching call. One of our new member coaches will walk you through all the aspects of the coaching program. In the meantime, if you would like to speak with me about joining Julie and I at eXp, yes, Julie and I would love to sponsor you at eXp. Yes, Julie and I are always interested in talking with agents about 
about eXp, just text me directly on my cell phone, which is 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. By the way, I have a closing idea. What? Okay, this is for someone else to develop because I'm not going to do it. Okay. Okay, so we're having to wear these masks every day still. Yes. And have you noticed the masks really stink? Oh, they're such a drag. Yeah. But, but they yeah, smell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even do. know what the smell it, is. It's awful. Whatever the chemical is that they pump them out with. Or I don't know. what have you. But they yeah. all stink. They yeah. smell some various stages of stink. Do you know what I do? Someone needs, you put, I know, lavender <laughs> put on. Peppermint on them. Right. But someone needs to come out with either, scented. like you're doing, a spray you spray on your, uh, okay, or some sort of scented mask. Absolutely. Because then is, you'd want to wear it. That right? is a billion dollar idea. Yeah. Right? So somebody there you should go. do that. Not us. Nope. But somebody. <laughs> so somebody do it let me know we'll talk about it on our podcast and we'll be your first customer there you go. You, oh by the way i'm not when i say scented i mean good sense yes not, good sense. not like something Nothing that smells gross. worse <laughs> you guys have a fantastic day this program has been a presentation by tim and julie harris real estate coaching for more information on our real estate coaching and training programs visit our website at timandjulieharris.com Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.